currently works as an intern auditor for the ESCOM Pension and Provident Fund, and she's been with the fund for over a year. Rilebukhile is an honours graduate from the University of Pretoria. She's a certified internal auditor in the making and a member of the Institute of Internal Auditors of South Africa. Rilebukhile previously worked with Hannah Vareem, serving as an internal auditor in one of their 19 offices across the globe. Whilst with Hanover, Rilebukhile saw her career grow quite rapidly, having had the opportunity to lead the internal audit activities in Africa and working with colleagues from across the globe. Rilebukhile has an energetic and intrinsic understanding of governance and assurance, which makes her quite an incredible member of any organization. She is passionate about agility, innovation and the involvement of internal audit profession. And that's certainly something that we'll be touching on in our discussion. A social, a social activist passionate about education, Rilebukhile works with several disadvantaged schools in the township to provide extra mathematics and accounting lessons for grade 11 and grade 12 learners. Welcome to Sister Our Conversations podcast, Rilebukhile. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning, Pooms. Thanks for having me. I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. I'm happy that the weather is improving. So it's feeling yeah. like it's summer. <laughs> It, it's feeling and sometimes looking different, you know. <laughs> and it's that kind of the year also, like the year is ending. And I think we're all trying to just like keep our energy levels super, super high and still feel like excited about doing everything yeah. we're supposed to do, especially with work. And what attracted you to a career in internal auditing and how did you gain your start? Because for me, when I think about an internal, internal auditor, like I think the, the, like, the proper accounting look dark <laughs> serious it's very brief there's a yeah there are files and you cannot enter <laughs> without an appointment or without being and who's the yeah. we don't laugh we don't joke. you know i know and and, and it, even even the dress code it's certain colors it's navy blue it's black like you you can't rock up in pink <laughs> there's no floral what what yeah no boom so um so my response might sound a bit cliche um like many if not most um unfortunately i wasn't so successful um with qualifying to study to be a ca um but 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 eventually it worked out in my favor i later discovered how much i enjoyed working with people uh, as opposed to number crunching um it also gave me a, a sense of adding value you know in into people's day-to-day tasks and and ultimately that of the organization as a whole so yeah that's how I ended up here oh wow and in terms of like the start I mean how did you you know the academic start was it a case of you know the number crunching so the number crunching wasn't really your thing how did you then say okay so I can't become a CA that door isn't open to me i mean where do you yeah like when when you realize that because i'm sure there's a lot of people who who are adamant they're like i'm going to become a ca and when that doesn't happen it can rock you you know so how did you say okay if this is not going to happen this is what i'm going to do and what steps did you take yeah so so it really took it really took a, a, a um it set me back confidence wise because you know when you're in high school you think you are the it you know you you, you are top you're always the top three and then you get to varsity and they say uh sorry <laughs> not here you know so um it the 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 
the plan was to do auditing, whether in, mm-hmm. whether external or internal. So when I was rejected from external audit, I, I then I then the second best option, which mm-hmm. turned out to be the best, um, became internal audit. Um, so so you know when you study a BCom first year, everybody is doing the same thing. So it's all yeah. almost like general. So at first I was just going with the flow. I didn't even understand what was happening. Mm-hmm. But when I did my second year and I started learning of internal audit and the difference between the two, I was like, oh okay, I'm at the right place here. Wow. I, I made the right decision. Yeah. So it's the working with people. I think that 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 makes it worth it. You know. Um. You know when you're an internal auditor at a company, there's no way you don't know somebody. Because mm-hmm. your work allows you to know everybody from mm-hmm. the cleaners to the security because we audit everybody. So that connection and the relationship you have with people, uh, it, it really makes it worth it. That's so incredible. And I mean, look, in terms of the way that the world is currently working now, um, the way that it has been and with the challenges we face, we realize that actually relationships with people are something that have kept us going, especially during the really, really dark times. So I love that, you know, when you think, when I mean, look, like I said to you, like with internal auditors, the picture that I had was just very clinical and scary. So for you to yeah. say that it's really, it's, it's a relationship-based profession, mm-hmm. even though there's numbers involved, you have to understand, yeah. you know, you have to have a relationship with individuals. You have to, you know, be, be able to interact with individuals. I love that. Yeah, no, definitely. And what challenges have you faced personally um, with regards to this particular part of the finance industry? Because it's internal auditors, it's not really the most loved profession, I would imagine, but it's yeah. quite <laughs> critical from a governance perspective. So like, how, how has it been like personally challenging, but also what changes would you like to see being implemented? For the next generation of auditors like what are the things that you think mm-hmm, this needs to change and it needs to change for the better yeah 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 so um personally i'd say that my biggest challenge um was and still is the the continuous development that is required uh, in internal auditing so auditing is one of those careers where you don't just uh, have your degree and your honors and then you're done you know it's, it's one of those careers where you need to con- constantly advance um one needs to be a certified internal auditor and, and acquire many other certifications so that you can be competitive in the job market and, and also so that you can keep abreast with this ever-changing um, environment that we find ourselves in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been, th- this has really proven to be a, a bit, a bit timely, uh, a bit costly because the, excess, the, the, the exams and the study material don't come cheap. Um, also being a young wife and a young mom, it's extremely challenging trying to juggle the career, the family, the studying, the me time, if there is such. It's a myth now, me time. <laughs> but, 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 but yeah, the, those for me personally are the challenges. Um, as for the changes, I think, I think and I wish that internal audit could have a leaner career path. And I'm saying this because I'm of the I'm of the opinion that auditing is one of those 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 careers where one needs to jump through hoops um, to be a marketable internal auditor. I mean, most big four auditing firms require you to have an honors degree to be given an opportunity to serve your articles with them, um, and you need to serve your articles in that firm for at least three years. After that, you need to be certified, you know. So unfortunately, we live in an era where we are having challenges when it comes to our 
tertiary education system and the affordability thereof. So not everybody is fortunate enough to complete their postgraduate studies. And, and also serving articles is almost like being an intern for three years. You, you know, you can imagine the financial strain, um, especially for young Black South Africans where most of us bear the burden of Black tech. So, mm -hmm. so you, you, you graduate with these people and after the three years, they can go and start working. You are now stuck and you have to do your honors so that you can get a proper job or an internship mm. by the time you are done with the three years internship they've really advanced they are further than than than, than, than you are so it gets a bit frustrating um also the fact that you need money to mm -hmm. get the certification and you need that time to put in you know to to to, to get the certification so for one that's my that's my biggest um change that i'd like to see mm -hmm. a, a more leaner uh, um career pro pro process you know mm -hmm. um if i had to think of another uh, another thing that we can change as a profession is, is to get more recognition um, it's a daunting factor for me that of late there's a trend of chartered accountants occupying the role of a chief audit executive or rather a head of internal audit. It's a bit discouraging for me as an individual um, because you get people who have tons of experience and qualifications in leading an internal audit division, but many a times a CA candidate would be a preferred choice over um, a CIA we are getting there slowly but surely but i mean it, it's really discouraging because at the end of the day you ask yourself why you know why am i putting in all this effort in mm -hmm. studying and being certified and, and and investing so much money if a ca candidate is just going to come and mm -hmm. lead me or or, or or have a higher position that i do so for me these are the two changes that i i, I pray for uh, and i hope to see um in the coming future it's so it's so interesting because I mean I wouldn't have thought that there is that um, the, the different view that is seen from a, from a CA and um, CIA and all those like those internal things that that really form part of how one's career moves and the you yeah. know the big positions they're able to get into and how even mm. as an industry they are those things that need to change and shift. I mean, the part about um, the having a leaner career path, I mean, it, it's crazy how, as you, I'm listening to what you're saying about three years, you're doing articles, you see your colleagues move forward, and mm. it's just like, but how is that even possible? Because at the end of the day, yeah. you know, you, you go into this career, you want to better your life, you want to better your family's life, but then now you're faced with these challenges and you're thinking, but how am I supposed to move forward in my life? But then on the back mm. of it, I mean, we have our education system that says we need to have more, you know, accountants and CAs and, you know, auditors, but we're making it difficult for them to even move into those industries. So no. how, how, does, how does it work then? How, it's, yeah. you know, there's a lot that needs to be done then, clearly. A lot, a lot. Oh, wow. No, one day at a time, we have to get there. <laughs> we have to get there. One, one day. <laughs> <laughs> and for you personally, I mean, you've had quite a good amount of global exposure and experience, especially um, when you were with Hanover, with Hanover Re. What have you seen in that time in terms of best practices that could help essay organizations? So from an outside in, and what has essay been able to share 
in terms of our own best practices for the internal auditing space? Yeah, you know, Pums, um, my very first visit to <clears throat> Germany, mm. um, my boss and my other colleagues decided to take me out for lunch, right? Mm. So it's a quiet Sunday afternoon and we are walking to the restaurant. So mm. when you get to the stop sign or, or, or the traffic lights, it, mm. it, they were ready for us. Mind you, we are the only people on the road. There's no car, no bus, no train in sight. So me being me, me being South African, <laughs> I just passed. <laughs> you know, from the stairs that I got from those people, they could reach literally, it, it could kill a person, you know. And Germans are very well known for their ability to follow and to enforce mm. rules, like no matter how big, no matter how small. Um, and, and, and that for me spoke to the cultural differences that, that we have and that we follow, um, which, which, which really touched on the tone at the top um, mm -hmm. and those being in leadership and those being in power. So the tone at the top is very critical, um, according to me. I'm one of those people who would advocate um, that there is very little chance that an organization can have proper and just leadership and, and have the rest of the workforce in distribute. For me, it's, it's close to impossible. And, and it's, 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 it's a shame because to change an organization's culture is a very uncomfortable exercise, but I believe that it is one that can yield remarkable results if it's done. So one thing that I've learned as best practice is that if you want, if you want a company, an organization to be properly governed, to have proper structures, to stand, you need to have that tone at the top. Um, mm -hmm. And to answer your second question on, 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 on what South African, what the world can learn from South Africa, mm -hmm. um, I think South Africa is one of those adaptable countries, you know, uh, a typical example is how we manage this COVID uh, pandemic as opposed to many other advanced countries, your, 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 your Italy's, your, your, your India, we all saw what happened there when it came to the, uh, the COVID pandemic. And, and, uh, and I'm of the belief that the trade or, or I'm of that view that the trade is very useful when it comes to, to the auditing profession. The, the risks that organizations face, they don't stay the same. They are forever changing, they are forever evolving. The criminal activities, they always changing. In fact, criminals are always a step ahead of us. So for me, South Africa has demonstrated the importance of being adaptable in a very changing, um, fast changing environment that mm -hmm. we find ourselves in. Um, and, and also, I feel South Africa has that ability to, it has a strong ability, it's like a yo-yo, we, we, we quickly bounce back as a country, you know, if, if you compare the misfortune that was faced by one of our big four um, auditing firms, uh, as opposed to similar scenarios, even worse scandals that had transpired around the world, I'd say we'd bounce back pride, uh, pretty well, so we just have that ability of just looking at a situation and saying, oh well, Let's move on, you know, mm. um, and I admire South Africa for that. No, that's incredible. Because, I mean, it's true. Like, I mean, South Africans, we, I mean, if when you look at our social media, there could be a crisis taking place, but we'll find a way to, to make a joke out of it. <laughs> a <laughs> joke. We've got, the best, we've got the best sense of humor. <laughs> I tell you, everything is a joke. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we understand the, the seriousness of it, but also like we, 
we're also aware that you know what there, there's the seriousness of it there's taking the lessons out of it but then sure. also to sure. be like how oh, not my south africans like, <laughs> like what were you, you know and and the nice thing about us we've got the ability to laugh at ourselves you know Uh, yeah we've got the thing of just looking at ourselves and just laughing at ourselves we don't we don't feel sorry for ourselves we've got no time we've got no time (laughs) we really have no time because we're like okay like okay so we we made a bundle like you know we bundled this one up it's not working out what's the lesson like what how do we improve it and how do we move forward and that's something yeah. that's key for like not even just as a nation but for as individuals something that we true. didn't need to be able to continue to do mm, that's um, true and moving into a different space of our conversation social activism is something that's so close to your heart especially from a mathematics and accounting perspective how did that happen and how has that journey been in terms of being able to give back yeah so um it started solely because of financial benefits (laughs) you know when you're when you're a student and you're in varsity and you know you we we call it hustling you know you want to do anything and anything that'll give you extra money so i started becoming an accounting tutor back in varsity um but the course only hit home when i received feedback from from the students and the lecturers on how these extra lessons helped wow. help them qualify or keep their bursaries or yeah. how it helped them from being disqualified or excluded from their courses. And, and, and I think that's when I started acknowledging and, and appreciating the course. For me, it was like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the small office for, 30, for an hour and I'm doing this and, I'm, and then I'm gonna get paid for this, you know? But um, at the end, it, it has proven to be uh, more worthy. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it, it grew on me. And after completing my studies at Tux, I figured um, what better way to lift my township than to help um, the students with extra lessons in preparation for their exams. Um, I mean, I'm an auditor. I couldn't really assist financially. <laughs> but but um, <clears throat> it really went back to the thing of teaching a man to fish, you know. Um, I saw it as an opportunity to plant a, a more permanent, fruitful seed yeah. uh, into my community. Mm-hmm. Um, there was really no specific reason, to be honest, why I chose these two subjects. Um, mm-hmm. I just happened to major in them in high school and varsity, and I was very, I was very good at them. So, <laughs> yeah, it worked to your advantage and to the students' advantage too. You see, <laughs> everybody wins. <laughs> it's a win-win. Oh, wow. And Lebukele, before we wrap up our conversation, what is Lebu's ultimate dream that you want to see realized in your life and why? Gosh, we're wrapping up so soon. I know. <laughs> it looks like we just started. <laughs> a long chat just before we started recording. Remember that. You know. <laughs> So, um, you know, Pums, had you asked me this question three years ago before mm-hmm. I became a mom, I would have probably given you like a motivational answer on wanting to be a CEO <laughs> of a big well-known company, you know how it is. Yeah. But, but to, be, to be honest, being a mom has really grounded me. 
Mm. And this COVID pandemic has really opened my eyes on the importance of family, you know, having lost loved ones, um, the big smile and excitement on my daughter's face when she comes back from crash mm. and she finds me home. Um, mm. Not to mention the ability to cook seven colors during the week and not oh, only yeah. on, on Sundays. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, so um, my husband, my husband loves the seven colors during the week. So, so to answer your question, Pums, I think my dream is to have peace, to have fulfillment, um, you know, to have lots of quality time with my loved ones, and mm-hmm. and I'm planning on doing so by going the academia route, okay. and and maybe being a lecturer or or a mm-hmm. professor. Mm-hmm. Um, in internal auditing, I think I think that space allows for more flexibility, mm-hmm. um. I'd also like to serve as a board member, you know, in multiple organizations, because I feel like I can leverage on shaping the governance structure mm-hmm. of our of our companies. And I think it will also give my future students some practical insight on the on the current internal audit affairs and not just a theory. Wow, I love that. Yeah. I love, I, lo- I love the 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 shift in in the way that I mean life. I mean, look, even with my daughter, like my my whole plan for life shifted after having her. So I can yeah. relate to that. And I think, yeah, and you know, and and so Pums, I was gonna say, you know, I really didn't realize how important it is for our loved ones, for our families. Um, to be present in the way that we are forced, we were forced to be uh, because of the pandemic. But now it's really an eye opener. I thought, I thought the small person doesn't care about me. But when she comes home, the first thing she asks about is, "Where's mummy?" You know. Exactly. So it's yeah, no, it's amazing. No, it's a huge thing. I mean, even with my daughter, like in, in the mornings, like we have our set routine before she goes to school, and when I come home, she'll be like. No, but mommy, like I didn't see you today, and I'm like, no, but remember, this is what we did. So for her, that time in the morning to spend with her when she wakes up, yeah. and you know, it it means such like to to not be busy with anything, to just spend yeah. time with her and just you know wish her a good morning and ask yeah. her how she slept, um, if she had any dreams, yeah. and for her to just tell me, you know, what's happening in her world, and just to be able yeah. to connect and not be interrupted by phone calls and all these things. Yeah. And we get so busy and we forget that actually they just want our time. They just want yeah. it, you know, to sit down just and that. yeah, that's it. Mm. You know, to just play mm. and to paint nails. I think my daughter's obsessed with painting her nails now. So like we'll have a nail session oh. and then you and finish. I both. <laughs> and and the nail polish doesn't end with the nails, hey? It goes to the walls. Yeah. to the couches yep. 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 no no it's all there like even my makeup oh the lipstick the lipstick <laughs> forget no, no 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 like people don't want us having is, is something special okay something oh my gosh <laughs> yeah I, I love how life has changed your perspective of what yeah. you can do and should be doing and you've defined it for yourself yeah. And I think yeah. it's okay even to to be able to admit that, you know, at some point, like even for me, I was like headstrong. I was like, this is what I want to do in terms of my career, in terms of communications. Mm. I want to get to this level and get to that level and get to this level. And the more I I moved into spaces that allowed me to have sisterhood hour conversations, that allowed mm. me to speak to other women and find out what they were going through and experiencing. Because 
even as women, we don't talk about some of the things that we experience. Yeah. Because well, that's true. you feel, okay, if I confide in Lebu about this, Lebu can share like, you know, some yeah. other way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, and, and you know, when, and when, you know, when we get married, and we are told, what <laughs> Mm-hmm. you know so we we, you, we die with this you know secrecy you know you can't confide in anybody i'll be judged but on terra you know it, it's a very it's a very sad mentality it is and i think it's so important that even like with covid i mean for me personally like my community in terms of my community i mean like my closest people in terms of um my my, my own sisters my own sisterhood our community mm. and the people that I can mm. confide in you know as much as it's shrunk it's it's okay like it's it's yeah. it's the core people that I need in this particular chapter of my life mm. and it's okay yeah, because also like you know it doesn't mean that you know if I'm not friends or speaking to a particular individual as much as I used to it's not like it's yeah. not like there's no love it's just like life has yeah. shifted and that's okay yeah, that's- you know, that's again, yeah. you need to just allow each other that grace to be like, you know what, I hope you're good. I hope you're safe. I hope your loved ones are doing okay. And, you know, it's yeah. still all love at the end of the day. Mm. And it's yeah, tough, but, you know, it's part of the growth. Yeah. It's part no, of- definitely. Oh, I hate that our time has run out. I feel like we need a play date with the girls, ne? Poems. We we should definitely have one of those before yeah. I start thinking of making baby, making baby number two. I should, <laughs> I should try this play date thing. <laughs> Let's do. Let me introduce you to the beauty of play dates, girl. <laughs> girl, hook me up, please. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lebo, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for the work that you do. Thank you for the energy. Thank you for the passion. Thank you for the honesty. You know, that's, that's yeah. always just incredible. And I hope you just keep yeah. growing from strength to strength. Thank you so much, Pums. It was such a pleasure meeting you. Thank you. Thank you. But we'll chat about the play dead and all the other good things in life. <laughs> we shall. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Have a great afternoon. Bye. Thanks, Pums. You too. Cheers. Thank you. Bye.